Hello and welcome to Held in Wildness. And this is our Beltane episode. And we are so excited to bring you this episode. Beltane is such a juicy, vibrant high point in the year. And this is going to be a really good podcast episode. So we're so happy that you are joining us. In case, oh yes, yeah. <laughs> in case you are a new listener, mm-hmm. uh, let me tell you that Held and Wildness, hosted by Maggie Burrows and myself, Vita Hoffweber, is a podcast that invites us to deepen our relationship with ourselves, explore interconnection within the weave of the universe, and sink deeply back into the truth of who we truly are, which is wondrous. Held in Wildness elicits our deep cellular memory to awaken our living connection with Gaia. We awaken the ancestral song humming in our bones. What happens if we truly connect? What gasp of wonder is on the tip of our tongue? Together, we will journey the wheel of the year, exploring seasonal rituals, ancient traditions, moon phases, plant magic, archetypal energies, goddesses, and all things heart-nourishing and spirit-lifting. And I will start us out today with our invocation. So if you want to take a moment to just deepen into your breath, maybe even put a hand on your belly if that's available. (sighs) May our minds be as open as a meadow wildflower. May our breath be strong and alive like warm gusts on a mountain peak. May our blood run sweetly and free like the thousand waterfalls, rivers, and rivulets of a grand watershed. May our soul be rooted in truth, reaching high to the stars as an old growth forest and quietly communing with the wild web of life under our feet. Hail and welcome. Welcome. I am so excited to be here with you and so grateful for for you and all our listeners and just that we get to do this. And this is so fun. Yeah, it is it is such a it is such a blessing that we all get to connect with each other like yes. this. Yeah. And listeners, in case you don't know. Maggie and I also connected through the wondrous synchronistic web of the internet. (laughs) (laughs) And so we we are wild moon sisters, you know, creating in harmony, but we actually have never met in person yet. We have never met in person, but I feel this will be happening soon. (laughs) Yes, me too. (laughs) But that is just to say, you know, um, like each listener is a part of our community too. And yeah, um, there are many ways that we can connect with soul sisters on, on this planet. Yeah. And we're all, we're all weaving, weaving together in the, in the same web. And this is beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I really, you know, Beltane, I am so excited for this episode because I think Beltane is just my favorite wheel of the year. Me so, too. I feel it's <laughs> my favorite. I just yeah. love the the abundance and the height mm-hmm. of the spring. It just feels so alive to me. Mm-hmm. I love it. 
And yeah. it is, and it is so, it is so that like full on expression of pure abandon, liberation, freedom, expression, pushing the edges, getting yes. naked, getting wild, <laughs> you know, like really feeling earthy and free. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I love how, yeah, let's, let's just do a little, little recap on, on belting. Mm-hmm. I, I feel it is such a beautiful thing how, how people back in the day, you know, tune, tuned into nature this way and how they saw, how, how they celebrated Beltane on May 1st as, as the welcoming of, of a new season of, of, you know, honoring healthy livestock coming their way, honoring their crops being blessed by, by the goddess, by the earth. And I love how they were so in tune with the earth opening up, the earth goddess opening up to the God. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's often called the green wedding of the marriage between the goddess and the God. They, they, um, yeah, it, it's like this, this very sexual energy, right? And, and the sexual energy of the entire planet feels like it's, it's at its peak. And, and that results, their, their union, the union of the goddess and the god, um, it, it just resulted in so much abundance and, and fertility on all these levels. And that is what was celebrated, the, the flowering of life, the, the height of the spring. And, and people were just celebrating that energy but also to honor their their needs they needed to have a good season they needed to have good livestock to survive mm-hmm. yeah it's just a beautiful combination yes and and there and i and just to return to some of the basics mm-hmm. you know many much much of these sacred days are about honoring that there is something beyond us yeah that there's something beyond us and that there's powers beyond us and that when we have reverence and we nurture them and we acknowledge them and we create offerings and ritual and ceremony and celebration that there is a positive relationship on both end of things between the seen and the unseen worlds. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. And we, and, we are part of that whole, like we, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's exactly that a relationship and yeah, it's so beautiful how, how they honored that and how we, you know, still able to honor that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and even you know one of the relics of of Beltane that's still alive, often actually in uh, children's community gatherings, is the maypole. Yes, right. The maypole <laughs> yes. is a yeah. is a relic of Beltane being celebrated, yeah. and I would say you know even in those children's celebrations there that pure energy of coming together and joy and springtime 
are still present at the core yeah. Yeah. of those. Um, and then, but traditionally, the maypole was, the pole was the god, and, and the colorful ribbons swirling around was, was the goddess. And it, it's, it was a representation of that unity and that coming together of, you know, it's called the earth goddess and the sky god, or the god of the hunt and the goddess of the passion. There's different names for, for the god and the goddess in, in Beltane, I feel. And in all, all the whole wheel of the year, I mean, and yeah, the maple just represents that that unity and and the showering of, you know, the 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 unseen showering the earth with with new abundance and new blessings and new growth and and warmth, and yeah, and you can feel that, right? You can feel that fertility of the earth at its peak right now feel I really mm-hmm. feel that brimming that hum yes yes yeah. even quite literally with the the bees coming yes. back <laughs> yes yeah uh, and and just to you know assure people these are these are archetypal energies so when we yeah. say like god goddess masculine feminine we're not just mm-hmm. talking about like heterosexual union we're we're talking yeah. about the yeah. unification of these these energies of of opposites coming together right mm-hmm. and yeah and it can happen inside of anyone no matter what your orientation is yeah mm-hmm. it's yeah it's um it's the the unity of of new creation and that that's always happening in each and every one of us in everything mm-hmm. and it is so beautiful yeah <laughs> yeah that, thank you for adding that to it that just bubbled up and wanted to come through <laughs> <laughs> oh okay i know we wanted to talk about hawthorne <laughs> Oh, yes. This was such a beautiful synchronicity. <laughs> you Do you want me ahead? to share? Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Share. So we had um, a call earlier to discuss what we were going to chat about, <laughs> which we always do a little bit. So just to, just to prepare a little bit. Um, and um, Vita was sharing with me that she wanted to talk about the Hawthorne. I know I'm not pronouncing it right, but <laughs> the Hawthorne tree. And um, it was really funny because um, the Hawthorne tree is, is this, this fairy tree, right? You can tell this better than me. But it was funny because I was watching a movie last night about, it was called Dare to be Wild, I believe. And it was about this girl who grew up among the hawthorn trees and saw fairies. <laughs> and it's just a beautiful synchronicity that, you know, at the, at the, we always come up with the same kind of topics for, for what we want to talk about. And yeah, yeah. and, and we have been confirmed in the external. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, and and just to go back, so so hawthorn trees yes. are very much associated with Beltane. Yes, um, and the hawthorn are traditionally known as a portal. They are a sacred, sacred tree. Yes, and a portal between the the seen and the unseen worlds, and particularly particularly 
to the fairy realms. Mm -hmm. And I feel like Beltane is such a a holy sacred day um, related so much to fairy energy. And well, it's opposite of Sowen. So the veil is really thin here too. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I do feel that resonant with resonance with, you know, the, it's it's more easy to access that that fairy realm yeah and in many yeah. mythologies you know p- if people wanted to talk to the fairy queen mm-hmm. they would wait right outside of a, either a fairy hill or next to a hawthorn tree and mm-hmm. wait for to hear the silvery bells yeah. of of the Aww. fairy queen emerge on her royal steed you know um oh, and so beautiful See, I told you you could tell it better than me. <laughs> oh, we're, we're both throwing oh, some good funny. stuff in here. Um, yeah, and, and so but what's really beautiful is that Hawthorne is also really associated with our hearts. And, <laughs> and in herbal medicine is one of the, one of the most you know, foundational um, plant allies for any, like, if you want to uplift your heart, if you have been having grief, if you need to actually tone and, and support your physical heart and the rate of its beating, it's a, it's a, um, a nervine, um, for the heart muscle. And, oh, what else was I going to say? Um, oh, also if you even had too much caffeine, like Hawthorne teacher will just re- really just bring things back in. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, it's just amazing. But, and so there's this just wonderful connection, you know, with, with this is such, I would say, a, a heart connected day, holy, high holy day, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and then we have, you know, um, this, this Hawthorne tree coming here and a Hawthorne is heart medicine. And so like our hearts too are, are the portal of, of how we right, create our visions and create relationship to the world around us. Right. Um, I think yeah. it was Antoine St. Exupery in his book, the little prince that said, it is only with the heart that we can see truly, right? So true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the heart really allows us to expand, mm-hmm. right? I feel that our hearts have this huge electromagnetic field around it that goes out for feet, <laughs> they, can, they can only measure, I, I believe, up to 10 feet right now. Wow. Um, I think. Don't hold me accountable. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I believe that it's 10 feet. And that's what they can measure. So it can even be greater than that. It's all around us mm-hmm. coming from our hearts. And so that allows our hearts to, to really expand out and out and out and connect with others, connect with our, with our visions and our dreams. But also, um, it is so nourishing to know that, right? That, that you have this beautiful space around you that, that is radiating from your heart. And 
it is very interesting to me also going back to um to beltane it's called the green wedding right so so the color for beltane is green and if you feel called you can decorate your whole house in green to celebrate beltane and our heart chakras the color is green and so it's like you said beltane is really that heart high holy day and for me, what I find also really interesting is going back to the energies that, that we were talking about, the, the god and the goddess, the masculine and the feminine, the, those, those polar opposites. If you think about your body in your chakras, your three lower chakras are often, I like to consider them feminine. It's our base, our foundation. And the higher chakras are three higher chakras, more masculine, more more light, and um, they all they come together. They're combined in our hearts. Mm-hmm. So if you think about the unity of of the god and the goddess at Beltane, how can we um, we can see that in nature? We can see the, the expansiveness of that in nature. How can we see that expansiveness within ourselves, in our hearts, when that unites in our hearts? How can it expand from there? How can we use that expansive energy of that unity, of that abundance within, on the internal? And yeah, it's just beautiful from that space we we can create we can connect we can open our hearts wider and deeper and that is so what the world needs right now <laughs> the world needs open hearts i really yeah. do that definitely oh my gosh so many so many ways i want to respond to that <laughs> <laughs> um I think I'm I'm being called to, you know, like explore, you know, what what does it look like mm-hmm. to bring our lower three chakras and our higher three chakras, you know, into the heart. And so the lower three chakras often have to do with our primal rooted and erotic and powerful energies right yeah Yeah. our foundation our Mm -hmm. even our Um, Mm self-worth and yeah second chakra very much sexual and sensual and that that wild woman that Mm -hmm. wants to come out maybe which is very belting as well Mm -hmm. (laughs) so how can we how can we feel safe in doing so do we feel safe to mm. to let her out? Mm-hmm. If you don't, what are some little steps that that you can take to make it feel a little bit safer? I I would ask that to anyone listening that would say, yeah. "Oh, I don't know." Yeah, and I'm I'm really on the somatic kick right now, and. I just had this revelatory abdominal massage. Ooh, that sounds delicious. That was revolutionary for me this week. <laughs> and and you know, it like it just to bring bring meeting re, bring meeting those places in ourselves that have resistance to yeah. being 
seen or, or just feel contraction, whatever it is. Maybe you don't even have an, um, any words for it. Whatever it is, that fear, that contraction, the, the shortness of breath, the um, heaviness. Yeah, the, heaviness. Yeah. Heaviness. Shame. 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 And, and these are the things that get in the way of us feeling that sense of love, right, flowing mm-hmm. through us. And, and that exists. That exists within us. And, and all of us. And all of yes. us, yeah, <laughs> yes, um, you know, to to really, you know, like as okay. So if you're feeling like, oh, I can't access that part of me, I I, I don't feel erotic, or mm-hmm. I don't. That's not that's not happening for me right now. My life feels overwhelming, or or um, I feel blocked. I feel stagnant. You know, there there's always. I think a release when we can really walk up, like where, even in our bodies, like especially in that lower part of ourselves, yeah. you know, what's happening there, and and really taking time to find the physical sensations, you mm-hmm. know, what is physically happening, and what happens if you and your energetic body walk straight up to that and lovingly and kindly meet it and and also be sure that you're moving forward there you know and honoring it listening and finding out like what releases right like what what releases when when you create some time and space to find out because my goodness, usually there is so much joy on the other yeah. side. And we deserve it so much. Mm-hmm. And I, I like um, I like your use of the word acceptance, of accepting mm-hmm. that it's there, mm-hmm. the, the blocks and the shame, because that's, it's fine. It's part of who you are and that's perfectly fine. But then know that there is, access to another part of you as well and that's perfectly fine too Mm -hmm. right it's all everything that we are is so acceptable and lovable and we may not think that and it just wants our acceptance i feel Mm -hmm. very much so yeah very much so and yeah so yeah go ahead you go ahead (laughs) I feel another practice that just came up that may help with this um, is to go outside um, if you can, or you can do this on your bed or, you know, wherever and use your senses, use your, even just feel, feel your fingertips on your skin all over your body and notice how that feels and what that brings up. Or even what do you smell? What do you hear? What, when you close your eyes, what do you see? And even, even just looking around with your eyes open outside, there's so much beauty and juiciness and sensuality in the air right now. And I feel we can use that energy as well to awaken that a little bit deeper within us, which is really deep lower chakra work. 
and just to bring a little bit more of that ah that's the 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 aliveness like oh i'm so i'm i am worthy of this mm-hmm. and even sitting in nature and saying ah thank you mm. just thank you for the sun on my skin thank you for for the fresh air playing with my hair just thank you i am so worthy of this and everything that is telling me that i am not i'm releasing that to you mama gaia you can have it all to recycle it in something better yes yes (laughs) (laughs) yeah and if you're even having trouble with that you know and something else is in your experience maybe just asking yourself what else is here you know what else is present right yeah to shift and it doesn't mean you you're spiritually bypassing or skipping over those feelings it's creating more space to hold simultaneously yeah you know that which is in your experience and other stuff because it's okay to feel good yeah it's you're Mm -hmm. it's 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 so allowed to feel joy and to feel alive and it's it's allowed to do both at the same time too it's allowed to heal and also we're so allowed to to feel that joy yes Yeah. yeah so after we've done a little maybe shaking and loosening up and accepting of what's there. Yeah, the higher chakras. <laughs> well, also, wait, first, first, okay, we got to charge this yet. up. We got to charge this up. Yeah, okay. So uh, when you're outside and it is, and, or, or whatever, whatever is bringing you a sense of aliveness, you know, mm-hmm. like this is where our erotic creative energy exists ah yes <laughs> erotic and erotic means being in relation to so when we are in relation to our own feeling of of charge of spark of wonder of voluptuousness of love in in the world um, that is, that is healing. Well, first of all, that's healing. Yeah. And it is a gift. It is what allows us to create from a juicy place, right? And it doesn't have to be necessarily, and I'm sure many of you have had these experiences where you you feel erotically charged just under the full moon. Um, but it doesn't have to be in relationship to another person, right? It can be, it can be a very personal experience where you're actually cultivating um, this Shakti energy, this, this vital, sexy, embodied, imminent life force that naturally flows through and animates you and all things, really. So... Yeah. We're just allowing that to fill the chalice of our inner being, right? Yeah. Um, and so when, we're, when we can cultivate that, and it's not, it doesn't have to be super complicated, right? It's just creating, as, as Maggie would say, using awareness to transform <laughs> um, our experience, it's using our awareness to 
set the intention that we're, that that's what we're doing. So we're, we're going out into the world or we're, we're creating circumstances that charge our aliveness, that charge our capacity to feel connected and, and to feel joy and titillation and happiness. Okay. So <laughs> when we've charged that, it is, yeah, it's, it's such creative energy. Like that's, that's the energy that creates babies, mm-hmm. <laughs> conceives, um, but it's the same energy that draws bees to flowers. Like it's, it's that, that, that is Shakti and we're so blessed to have that access to that within us and use that as a gift yes yeah yes so (laughs) what happens with our upper three chakras yeah so so what is popping up in my head right now is sometimes we can have when we start to awaken that energy it can feel it it may feel overwhelming or all all over the place I don't know if you've ever experienced that but I feel with our higher chakras then when we're using our voice when we're using our our vision um when we're using that connection to to you know to to the divine we we can focus that energy better Mm -hmm. we can we can um because the energy is always there flowing through us. Um, but then we, we can somehow give it a purpose with, mm-hmm. with that, with our vision, with our voice, with speaking out loud, with making, making sounds. Um, does that make sense? Like say we want to create something or use, you shared this with me when we talked earlier, when you want to use this energy for a creative project, you're focusing on that with your upper chakras, mm-hmm. right? Does yeah. that make sense at all? <laughs> no, it does. It does. It, at least to me, it does. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and I actually shared with um, Maggie that when, when I'm really in that sacred creation alchemical mode, I actually don't self-pleasure and I don't have mm-hmm. sex because I'm like, really intentionally using my erotic energy for creativity. Um, but yes, like, so it's, it's, it's drawing, as you were saying earlier, drawing that those energies to the heart with, with the vision, with the connection to the divine and right. And in our heart centers, that's where our hands and our arms emanate out from. And that's, Mm -hmm. and even our voice is closer to there. Right. And that's how we, move things into the world um with a with a kind of more playful and and juicy way um and yeah it it can be a little i mean this being embodied and working with magic is wild it is wild and it's Mm -hmm. messy and it's really it's not something i don't think you can you can codify particularly no and Mm -hmm. it's also like we have to leave room (laughs) for 
for the unseen to to play with that same energy if we put it out that way right mm-hmm. we can't focus too too much mm-hmm. and and not let um being blocked off to the magic to flow in as well mm-hmm. like there's that beautiful co-creation going on like we can do our parts and and just feel and focus and and you know be creative and then we let the divine and the unseen play with that as well yeah yeah because it is wild (laughs) yeah and so contained too much I feel too no no and so yeah when you're really when you're really getting in like the seventh chakra and opening up and feeling feeling um sparkly energy you know from the divine Mm -hmm. speaking to you or you're seeing um with your with another different type of sight or um you're you're being able to clearly express yourself like these things can they can feel a little unembodied and so yeah and 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 it's a play thing it's like it's like you just explore you know like did I add too much sugar or too much salt and then you just (laughs) right you just kind of play with that and um but yeah like bringing those two energies together can really help bring us in balance and and prepare us to be in communion right yeah with creativity with the unseen with magic um yeah and it's that embodiment that we're really I feel that we're really talking about right now that it's it's not so much one or the other it's both it's not just about your higher chakras that I feel a lot are focused on and it's so important to feel that foundation and feel that primal energy rising up through you. And one of the practices that I have, um, well, I guess learned was when you notice that you are so much in your mind, right? We're, we're often so disconnected from our minds, from our bodies is just slowly touching your hips or like touching your legs, your lower body, or doing really tiny hip circles that no one notices, right? When you're standing in line somewhere, I don't know. Or do little gentle yoni squeezes just to bring your attention to your lower body because there's this this wealth of wisdom there. Um, I feel it's the same for your heart. Breathe into your heart space and really feel what that feels like. And that just immediately just brings me back into my body mm-hmm. those little things yeah we were also going to talk about mm-hmm. hand fasting oh yes <laughs> <laughs> this is really fun so yeah um do you want me to share a little bit about hand fasting sure so um back in the day and i know this is still done today as well um people <laughs> couple would um would i guess celebrate a hand fasting ceremony and it was seen as as a sort of engagement period 
during the hand fasting ceremony, they would commit to each other for a day in a year. And after a day in a year, they would then decide if they wanted to get married or if they wanted to break off their, their relationship. And that would be fine too. And the hand fasting ritual is, um, is done by tying their hands together with a cord in the shape of an eight. So it's the infinity symbol to symbolize, you know, the polarities again of, of the, the masculine, the feminine, the infinite, you know, flow. Um, and sometimes this is even done. Um, and I don't know if this was really common, but I noticed from Outlander, <laughs> uh, if anyone knows Outlander, that's where I got this is they would make a little cut in their wrists. Um, and to, to make that blood bond. But I don't know if that was something different than hand fasting now that I say it, but it could be. Um, but hand fasting, I feel it's so, it's, it's a beautiful honoring of, of like to a couple coming together. However, usually right. on the eve of Beltane, right? Right, right. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, mm -hmm. yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that ad. It was done on, on Beltane um, because those energies were already, those unity energies were already there, I feel. Um, just amplifies it, right? And then Vida and I were talking about this, and we both had the idea of hand fasting to yourself <laughs> or hand, hand fast to, to your visions or desires and commit to yourself that way for a year and a day. Yes. So what would that look like? <laughs> and um, I, well, I'm definitely going to go to the beach, um, I think tomorrow night and actually do a ceremony around this. Um, but I really, yeah, what I would just like to invite in the energetics of making that sacred commitment or that sacred bond, like a heart bond mm -hmm. between, and, and this is a very potent day, right? When, when the muses, when the unseen, when the genius, when magic, when fertility, when bursting to, you know, to blossom is at its very height. What a um, potent time to then make a commitment to that energy. Yeah. <laughs> to that energy at the height of that energy as it's reflected all around us, you know, and, and like even just now, like maybe as you're listening to this subtly, subtly, like just imagine that infinity cord wrapping around your own hand and maybe to the an invisible hand, just symbolizing the other, whatever it is. What kind of shifts happen in your body? What would it be like to really commit during this sacred moment for a year and a day to in this spirit of sweetness, in this spirit of heart connection in this spirit of wildness and liberation what would it be like to say yes so i'd just like you to 
notice that and see if there's anything that symbolically would help you strengthen that commitment and just notice in the next 24 hours what comes in your mind's eye something will come and you'll know what that is what you might do in concrete form whether it's taking a moment outside whether it's just writing a poem on a scrap of paper and rolling it into a scroll lighting a tiny fire baking a sweet and leaving it out under the moonlight just notice in the next 24 hours how you might be invited to say yes to that which wants to percolate within you that which wants to create more aliveness and flow forward through you into the world your vision your life force energy and how you might be in union with those sweet allies those sweet energies culminating and most available to you at this point in the wheel of the year beautiful it feels like um like a warm embrace to yourself mm-hmm. right it's so yeah such a beautiful practice we would love to hear from from the listeners what what they have come up with <laughs> that would just be so yeah, delightful so, yeah <laughs> be so honored to to witness that mm-hmm. yeah <sighs> That felt so good. (laughs) (laughs) So in terms of also just, you know, spending time on, on Beltane, um, you know, I just want to, just want to share a couple of different fun little practices outside that you can do first of all I so recommend either keying and looking up what hawthorne tree looks like hawthorne trees have come over there's some local native hawthorns to North America but hawthorne um, is also coming from Europe and has spread and you'll be surprised you'd be surprised how many places small little hawthorn trees or old hawthorn trees because this is an old world tradition and and they have been spread like quite around so i I advise you to go ahead and look up hawthorn tree see if you notice around you in your community and maybe even get some hawthorn tincture hawthorn honey you know and 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 see (laughs) yeah what it feels like to be nourished by hawthorne um and if you do see a hawthorne tree a traditional offering um is milk is to offer a cup full of milk to the fairies to the portal to the hawthorne tree mm-hmm. um and send us a picture <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah um 
actually at my sister's property, there's a really wonderful old hawthorn tree. Really? Yeah. I've, yeah, actually when I was living in Oregon too, there was a couple of hawthorns that I had some special relationships to. Huh. I don't know if I'm going to have to look. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. You, you, yeah, you'd be surprised where you find them sometimes. Um, and so in terms of things that you can do to bring this vital energy, of course, I always recommend that you take a sacred moment, you know, (laughs) whether it's in your bedroom with a candle and some good music and some, you know, just, just feeling whatever it is, like a music mix that gets you into your body and into your, you know, Venusian Aphrodite type energy and wild energy, like following those wild hairs. Um, (laughs) But in terms of wild women stuff, going outside. So I just took a walk yesterday and it was raining and maybe, you know, some edible wildflowers in your area. Um, locally mine, like our Salal, there's some wild berries or some, um, that are starting to blossom, like, um, what are they called? Huckleberries and salmon berries. And there's even some roses just starting to pop out. Yeah. And so sipping the, the nectar, do off of flowers is incredibly sensual, incredibly yummy. Um, alchemists actually used to harvest the dew off of ladies' mantle to make their precious elixirs. So much, yeah. So you'd be surprised drinking dew off of the flowers. Um, you know, it's kind of like a wild crafted flower essence too. You know, it's this Mm -hmm. really amazing practice to feel how your energetic body shifts as you drink the dew from flowers. So highly recommend doing that usually early in the morning. I love that. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And also just not forgetting the power of being barefoot. I'm pretty sure that 99% of people listening to this love being barefoot somewhere on this earth (laughs) yes (laughs) but sometimes we don't take the time we don't take the time in the space to put ourselves in those situations where we get barefoot so and on the earth on the earth on the earth yeah barefoot on the earth you know and and don't forget like that is such a simple thing that shifts us you know that shifts us so much so you I know, I that I was going to share that <laughs> walking barefoot, but I noticed that when you do that on directly on the earth, you can feel those stirrings flowing through your body from the earth, and that is the Beltane energy right now that we want to tap into. Mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah, I love walking bare feet on the grass anywhere really but in my house <laughs> yes uh, not in public uh, yeah what else um i just pur- purchased some um plants for from my front porch mm-hmm. and i also love to just buy flowers um i generally 
don't pick them <laughs> because we have bees and I always want to keep all my flowers for the bees because I get worried that they don't have enough. <laughs> so I normally, I just sometimes buy flowers just for myself. And I just love that abundant feeling of, you know, having fresh flowers in the house. Oh yes. Well, that's, I that's, love that. that's and it's amazing. so simple. It's so simple. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Yeah. Um, I would also say this Beltane energy, um, it is it, like the earth is literally brimming, right? With this potential and use that to your advantage. Like we shared some practices, tap into your sensuality, vision, use your beautiful Shakti life force energy to, to create, bring those dreams into action. Um, maybe even do self-pleasure, visioning your, your desires in your mind while you do it. And it's such a powerful energy that we have access to and it's only heightened at, at Beltane and yeah, just use it to your advantage. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, Mike and I were talking at the beginning of, a, of this podcast before we started recording and I just want to acknowledge that there is mm -hmm. a lot going on in the world right now. And mm -hmm. sometimes it can feel taboo to feel joyful or to feel radiant or to feel in your flow when there's so much suffering in the world happening or there's so much to be grieving over right now. And it's not to say that we don't need to feel those feelings because, right, we've got to like feel things to let or, them or flow. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. But, you know, um, when we come together in community, singing, dancing, drumming, um, allowing ourselves to feel that which makes us alive creates resiliency. And resiliency is that cushion that allows us to bounce back. And in challenging times, we need resiliency. We need joy more than ever. So allowing ourselves to embody these these places of joy to embody these places of um vitality you know is liberation work it is it is what the world needs and and as maggie was talking about like when our heart auras i don't remember the electromagnetic energy mm -hmm. that That's flows like out yeah. <laughs> from around our heart you know, we are creating ripple effects around us. And so yeah. us doing the heart work really creates changes in our families and our relationships and our communities. So this is really important work and it's not, it's not really dispensable. You know, it's not fluff. It's, it's really it can, it can be challenging, like we mentioned, yeah. you know, yeah. um, but it's really needed work. So I, yeah, I just, I wanted to share that. Yeah. It's often like we may feel guilty when we're happy. Like we don't feel like we, we deserve to, to be happy when others are not and, or we may not feel happy ourselves and others are happy, you know? But we, 
deserve so much to, you know, we deserve to heal. We deserve to do this work for ourselves. And at the same time, we deserve to feel that joy and feel happy. And that is the energy, that is the vibration that, that the world needs. And it can only come from you. Like you're, you're, that's why your soul came here to experience that and, and bring that forth and it will heal the planet and it may not look like that, but it will. And you may not always see the fruits of the results. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you may not, but that doesn't mean that no one will be touched by, by your radiance, your, your light. It can happen. 20 years from now <laughs> yeah yeah and it is it is really important well Maggie is there yeah. anything else that we wanted to share I don't think so but um as always I think we should end with a with a little meditation <laughs> if you are ready I'm ready all right so if you want all want to close your eyes with me, with us, <laughs> if you're driving, please don't do this. <laughs> I know some of you probably listen to us while you're driving. <sighs> so just close your eyes and take a few really deep breaths just all throughout your body. And if you need to release some sound when you exhale, you can do that too. Just make yourself feel relaxed and calm and steady. And feel your, your hips on your seat or whatever you are sitting on. Just feel how gravity is pulling you down to the earth and how supported and safe you always are in that foundation. And the more you relax into your hips and into your seat, the more you will be pulled down. You will feel yourself getting heavier. And then I would like you to imagine a beautiful, light flowing from above, so above your head, flowing into your crown chakra, so on the top of your head. There's this beautiful bright light flowing in through the top of your head. And you may even feel some sensations in your crown chakra when you focus on that. It's opening you up to the divine from above. And this light is slowly touching your third eye, opening you up to your deepest visions and your dreams, clarity. And the light is going down, touching your throat chakra. This cleansing your, your communication and how you are speaking your truth in the world. 
no more holding back. And then let this light nestle in your heart for now. Just let it sit there. And now I want you to focus on your feet. Feel how they are connected to the earth and how a beautiful burgundy red light is flowing up through your feet and your legs and into your, your root chakra, the base of your spine, the tailbone, your hips and your seat, just your whole seat, what you're sitting on is illuminated by this beautiful, nourishing, safe light that is always supporting you, your grounding cord goes deeply into the earth. And you are safe, you are worthy, you are allowed. And let that light touch your second chakra, your sacral chakra, which is below your navel and your womb space. And let it touch that wild woman energy, your primal, raw, sexual, erotic self. And tell her it is safe to come out whenever she wants to. And let the light touch your solar plexus in the middle of your belly, your power center. And let it boost your confidence, your willpower, your strength. This is your inner sunshine that allows things to grow and see things through. Now let that light nestle into your heart space as well. And it slowly just mingles with that beautiful light from above. And you are always so connected from above and below. Uniting, united in your heart space. And you can visualize a beautiful pinkish green light. Whatever you feel drawn to, to visualize more for you. To see that expanding out from your heart. You can breathe into your heart space, in the front and in the back, or often a little bit contracted in the back of our hearts. Just take a deep breath into there, in there. And then see this light expand. Expand out, out, out. can even visualize a beautiful number eight, the affinity symbol covering your body. So touching your, your lower body and your upper body and the, where the lines touch at your heart space. This is your beautiful energies, your polarities touching right in the middle, right in your heart. And keep on expanding this light out. And this Beltane, 
this beautiful, abundant, juicy, heightened spring, high holy day. Now that you have tapped in to its beautiful energy, to the beautiful unity, what do you feel called to create, to vision, to life, to conceive, to bring forth, coming from this deep unity of your heart? Just take a moment to feel what comes up for you. And then you can take a few deep breaths in and maybe wiggle your hips a little bit to bring your intention back to your seat. And may you feel ecstatically alive. You can slowly open your eyes and you're ready. Many blessings, sisters. Many, many blessings. Happy Beltane. Happy Beltane.